And welcome to the free idea podcast. It is your host. Your um, you're gonna hear cats in the background. There's the little fettuccine, two month old kitty, and Nefi the Wefi, about a year and a half maybe, and a few months. And the baby is just scratching stuff here in my office. They have the entire house. You two have the entire house for yourselves, and you choose to be here with me in this tiny, tiny area. Well, that's how they are. They like company, they're social creatures, and they're very domesticated. Ain't that right, Wefi? She is the best domesticated pet. And not a cat. She's a real pet. Gets on the lap, likes to be held backwards like a baby and doesn't mind getting her belly rubbed it's a great kitty great uh, pet the other one well i hope he gets used to it but right now he's just a baby that scratches everything and bites cables isn't that right fettuccine you want to say some words come here say some words he's right in front of the microphone and just smelling my finger and licking it. <laughs> That's how you hear his, his tongue on my finger. You don't say anything. Oh, it's so cute. All right, down he goes to scratch and bite more cables. Okay, stay away from the microphone. Thank you. <sighs> so, the desire is what I will title this, or maybe not, but I want to talk about the desire. The American dream, the desire to have it all. A house, a car, live in a quiet suburb with nothing else going on. No kids playing outside. No life going on around you. Getting, uh, working 24 hours an hour and coming back home just to rinse and repeat for the next day and not have time for your kids and family and your life and not living and working for money, but not living. That is the desire that we all have. That's what we want. Ain't that right, Fettuccini? Yes. He doesn't know it yet. He's a baby. But when he grows up, he's gonna get a job. Alright. As soon as he stops licking his butthole, he will get a job. <laughs> so. <laughs> a desire of the American dream that nobody can get in um, ever since COVID. When prices just went up for absolutely no reason. Like, come on. It's just a disease, bruh. Why does my house have to go up by 200%, bruh? There's less people. Who are you selling it to, bruh? Yeah, what happened to the demand supply? I thought a lot of people died. So there would be a more, lot more supply. <laughs> Let's take man because, you know, they're dead. But nope. Um, strange times. We're living in strange times, I say. Maybe business and college doesn't really teach what you are supposed to learn or something. Anyways. Um, what else is there? Life inflation. When you get a job and higher salary, you start inflating your life. You start buying things that are more expensive. And going to more expensive grocery stores or buying more expensive uh, brands of 
food, etc. And it goes on, the more you earn, the more you spend, so you're technically in the same space, bracket, place, you name it. Um, that's how it goes, right? The desire to be better, but to always adjust to the lifestyle you have and always complain. And I was watching a lot of TikTok or, well, Instagram, TikTok videos that they put on their Instagram, and mm, there was one video that made me think. And I forgot what it was, but I got the message. And I got it deep in me. And it said, you don't need more time in your day. You just need less distractions. And it's great. It's true. Because I have all the time in the world right now. And all the distractions in the world. And what do I choose to do? Distract and waste my day. So I decided, get on the chair and do the podcast. I don't feel motivated, but you know what, Fettuccini? I will feel motivated once I start. That's how it always works. Like going to the gym and anything that is hard, you never have the motivation to do it. The motivation starts when you do it. You hear me, Fettuccini, that you are licking my finger? Did you have the motivation to lick my finger or did you just start it and never stop? Hmm. I will never know what's on his mind but he is very cute extremely as a baby can get as a baby cat come here say hello uh okay no don't grab my cable please uh no okay here microphone say hello well i'm gonna speak while fettuccine is in my arms um the motivation i was talking about we all have money. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> Just like... It's extremely cute. I cannot do my podcast <laughs> with holding him. Oh, mama went away. Okay, go chase mama. Go. There you go. Ah. A lot of distractions. I think you listened to this podcast to support me. Thank you so much. Um there's some learning here and there, but not all the time. There's some entertainment. I don't know what you're doing in your life right now that you're listening to me. Maybe you are controlling some nuclear plant. You're like piloting a jet or just taking out the trash. Whatever you're doing, I hope this cat noises uh, writing up your day. Thank you. As I was saying before, Fettuccini's cuteness distracted me is we don't need more time we need less distractions and i have distractions all over me so i came and sat here and i started doing my podcast and now i'm motivated to continue i have done two podcasts uh one is eight minutes so it is what it is i'm changing my strategy a little bit i don't know if shorter podcasts are better or longer podcasts are better i don't know how to tile them the one before I was talking about skydiving, but I also wanted to talk about the desire and the American dream um, and motivation stuff. So I don't think I could have mixed both of them. And I didn't have too much to talk about skydiving other than it's pretty cool. But um, once, it's fine. <laughs> You're not missing out. <laughs> That's it. Um, I love it when rich people tell me money don't buy happiness and when somebody who's well traveled like me says 
I don't need to travel. And uh, when I have all the video games in the world, I say, I don't know what to play. I think it just comes as natural for everybody who has it and then tells everybody else they don't need it. So I jump from an airplane. You don't need to jump from an airplane. You're not missing out. Capiche? Whatever I did, I will tell you don't do it. I will get all the money in the world and tell you I much rather be poor, but I ain't selling this Ferrari. You can get on it, but uh, it's your problem. <laughs> or something like that. Every, every rich person tells you you don't need money to be happy after they have the money. Oh, how convenient. After they have the money, they tell you that. Hmm. Or like the people that are were, um, yeah, I'm going to stop there. I don't think that was going to be a good example. Let's keep it PG-13 or something close to that. PG-14. The desire of the American dream is really weird. We all crave it, um, but it's not really nice when you look at it. Like, do you really want their life? I know. You want their home. You want... I'm going to stop saying you. I want it. I want their home, the car, the cool job, and great money. I hear you, Fettuccini. But do I want their life? That's different. Do I want to come home at 7, tired, just to rinse and repeat? <clears throat> Perhaps, because that's exactly what I'm doing. Uh, but without the home and the car. So, yes, I guess I answer my own question. I do wonder life. Um, but on the grand scope, what else is there to have? In America, Europe has walkable streets and bicycles and trains. And China has that too. And you can live. You don't need to turn 18 to get a car and get out of the house. You can do it at eight years old. Uh, that's something that I've noticed traveling. That children in other countries have a better life. And then there's the people that say, well, but that doesn't create art because it doesn't create uh, people who suffer. And I say, well, we don't need art. We can't do without art. You don't need art if you're happy. Happy, no. You just be happy. I mean, you're not going to miss out because you didn't look at a square with pretty colors. If you're happy, if you're sad, yes, it motivates you to get out of your shithole. But if you're happy, why, why do you care? just want to eat some food and keep being happy and doing what a happy person does. So we don't need art. We don't need it. Can burn. Unless not everybody's happy, which in that case, it's never going to be burned. We are, we're always going to need it. Uh, like water. Unless we stop drinking it and not need it ever again. Until that day comes, we're always going to need water. Capish, You get my idea? I hope I made myself clear with that crazy, way out of bounds example. That's never going to happen, ever. Um, so I talk about the desire, the motivation. Um, yeah, motivation. You don't need less, uh, more time. You need less distractions. And just start doing the thing and you'll get motivation later. And perhaps if... You don't get motivation. You can still get the results. 
it's like eating uh, uh, bell pepper for dinner. Strange choice, but let's say you do that and you go to sleep well, let's just say. Maybe you are a little angry because you didn't eat something nice. But you're still gonna get the benefits of a light sleep with little digestion because it's a vegetable, mostly water, and you're gonna wake up good with energy or maybe you're still angry, but <laughs> you'll get the benefits of eating a green pepper even if you didn't enjoy eating it. Same with the exercise, just to exercise and you'll get the benefit of that same as anything else. Um, the obsession with working hard. Uh, we see this a lot on any application, any part of the internet on the phone, that rich people equals hard work. And I don't think so. I really don't. I think it's luck. Discipline in some regard, mostly luck. Um, a lot of work, sure. But then luck. If there's no luck, it's like... Working hard, it's like you're in front of a house, it has a door, and you're knocking, and that's working hard. The more you knock, maybe somebody will answer, maybe. So you keep knocking day after day after day after day for hours. Every day you go there, and you knock. Because you want to enter. Let's just say that. Keep it simple. Okay? Luck is the person from inside opening the door. I mean, like, hi, what do you need? I heard you knocking. Oh, I've been knocking here for four days. Mm, strange. I just heard you knock like a minute ago. <laughs> That's luck. <laughs> you can do the same thing over and over and never get anywhere. And there's people that can knock on the door on the first try and get it open. That's luck. That's my anger against hard work equals being rich. Or discipline, even. You don't even. Because... After you become so disciplined and you save all the money in the world, like I am, then you get hit with the recession and economic stuff and bim boom bada bim, your money and your savings starts depleting. Um, loss of job or sickness, car crash, accident, anything can happen and your savings go and you never lived your life, but now you're older. Sat, sat. So what do you do? You keep being disciplined and keep saving and keep working hard so you can achieve the American dream of living in a house with a car in a quiet suburb with no kids playing, going to work, very uh, tired to come back and repeat and never having time for your family and kids and not really being happy just doing it because it is what it is. And boom, that's your reward. <laughs> and you, <laughs> you just push through the sadness. Huh. Or... Or you realize that this is not the life that you thought mm -hmm. because it's not really fulfilling you inside. So you have to find something else that fulfills you. But you can't find it because it doesn't exist. Because you are someone who is impossible to satisfy as we are created in such a way that no matter how happy we are, we will always adjust to that lifestyle and... Uh, want more. That's how we are. Uh, we as people, we always want more. It's in our nature. It's in uh, research study that something about 
one between one and a ten, how happy are you? Most people on the average always pick seven. And that's just how it is. When you're very happy at ten for a week, maybe two days, you come back to a seven. No matter what. Uh, just think about it. Think this. Try to prove me right. The place that you are right now is the place that at one point you may have wished to have. A family, a vehicle, or this better food, better friends, uh, more health, whatever you're doing, or safer, or maybe no, no parents or roommates, and you finally escape that, even if you're living on some shitty rent and terrible food, but no roommates, and no parents, and nobody nagging you, or no ex-crazy girlfriend, no matter what, what you have now is what you, at one point you desired. Perhaps what you bought, the furniture, or video game, or something, accessory, clothes, whatever. Something that you wanted at one point, and now you forgot about it. Or got used to it, like it is what it is, it's nice, sure, you're still happy, you're still glad you have it, but it doesn't give you that 10 of happiness. <sighs> so this is why we're impossible to please. This is why desiring the desire, the dream, is never going to make us happy. Like the way I criticize it with, oh, Europe is better and China because infrastructure, and it is true. But to a point, if I were to live there, I would have other complaints. I would be a seven after a while. And perhaps after an accident or whatever, I'll be a five, a four, and say I shouldn't have moved here to Europe. I was pretty good in America. And I didn't see it the way it was. Because we as people, we want stuff. But what we want is not what we need. What we need sometimes is to want less, desire less, to be happy with what we have, to remind ourselves that this is not permanent and it is what once we want it. And we have it and we should be happy and proud of that. Mm, but it's hard. It's hard. Uh, with this simple other example, something that we have now, because we didn't have it for so long, uh, how can I say it? It happens a lot when we are kids. For example, confidence. When I'm a little kid, I have no confidence because I have no experiences. So I grew up and I get the experiences, but while I'm growing up and getting bullied because I keep failing, and that's the experience. That's how I get the confidence. And I become more confident and more and more and more. And eventually as an adult, I am the most confident I've ever been and I could do anything. And yet, I don't. I still don't go out and do that thing that I'm afraid of doing because I'm not confident. Because I still feel like I'm that kid from eight years ago. I still have that bullying in my mind. That way I felt because I've always been me I never I changed so slow over the years that I still think I'm me but if I meet a friend or a family down the line they will see the change 
they could even tell me, wow, you're so confident. And I'd say, nah, still the same. <laughs> this happens to everybody with beauty. Oh, you look so beautiful or handsome. But since you were a teenager or middle school, you got bullied about your looks and you still feel ugly. For people that want to prove themselves, that are some of the most hardcore people that get first place. And this is not for everybody. I've only seen it once as a real life example. This person who kept winning first place and everything. The reason he was motivated is because he didn't feel like he was enough. So when people congratulated him, it's nice, but I'm still not enough. I gotta compete next year and keep my first place. Is that feeling that you always had from childhood that you're not enough that still carries to adulthood? And well, I forgot what my point was for bringing this, but it's an interesting idea, right? The way you feel now, it's kind of similar to how you felt before, even though you have improved immensely. Um, so we're always going to complain, no matter what. We're always going to be a seven. Either happiness or comfort or desires. So one way to lower the desires and be happy with what you have is to use things until they break or use them to the fullest. Learn every aspect of how this thing can be used. Example, phone. There's a thousand things you can do on a phone. A thousand. Instead of changing it to a new one, try to milk it as much as you can. Um, my phone, instead of buying more books like I used to, because I love books, I just started typing on my phone. So that's how I calmed down my desire to buy more books where I could scribble. I would carry them with me in pockets and then I, I would need to buy a backpack or something to carry my books with me so I could always write instantaneously every idea I have because what? That's what motivational speakers told me to do, to write down ideas as I have them or whatever. Well, I realized What's the one thing that I always have on me, on my pocket, and I don't need to remember when exiting the house? My phone. Because I would often forget my books and be like, dang it, I have such great ideas, but now I don't have nothing to write it on. Well, guess what? It took me a while, but I started using my phone, and now I don't need the books. So I don't buy any more books. That's what. I call have less desire by using your things to the fullest. In this case, my phone. I wanted reminders. Well, guess what? The phone has a calendar. Um, that's one example I can pull out of the air right now. Is there anything else? Um, perhaps um, food? No. Gym? Working out? Uh no. Video games. That's one right now. I want to buy a video game, and maybe I do. But before I do that, I'm playing other video games that I already have on my computer, and I'm having fun. And I'm trying. I'm trying to use what I have. It's like buying clothes. I have nothing to wear, but my entire closet is full. Um, should you use the clothes you have until they break? Or... Should you play around with all the possible combinations that you have in your closet? Maybe. That would be fun. How about taking a picture of each combination? 
and printing it and gluing it in some folder. Eh, maybe not necessary, extra work. But it would be fun to see how you could play around with your clothes so that you don't need to buy more. Um, there was a thing that I wanted to buy uh, when I'm sitting on the sofa. It's like a little table where I wanted to put my books or my iPad, anything, so I could study, quote unquote, or be like working and doing cool things. Just the feeling of being productive. And I wanted to buy it and it was 20 bucks. And I said, okay, it's cheap, I could do it. But then I thought, do I have something that is similar that I could use instead of buying a table? Do I have something that is flat and hard? And I thought of my ass, but that just couldn't work because I was sitting on it. So I went to the kitchen and I got the chopping board and I put it on top of my legs. I, I mean, I flipped it, the, the side that I never cut on. So that side is clean. <laughs> and I put all my stuff in there and it worked and it's great. And I used it for only five minutes. <laughs> and then I forgot all about it. And, <laughs> and I haven't even used it or done the thing I wanted to do so much like that. Quote unquote, be productive. I haven't done it. Ah. So I saved myself there 20 bucks by actually fulfilling my desire of what I wanted, but I found a substitution. So that's a new idea. Find a substitution to your desire. Can you? Is there something you want? And is there, uh, try to focus on um, the fundamentals of what it does and find something similar that it does exactly that, even if it doesn't look the same or is proper. Like I wanted a table, I don't have one. So I found a cutting board. Why? It has the hardness of a table, the flatness and the portability. And it fits on my lap. Great. I could have used a cardboard if I had one laying around that was hard enough, but I don't have any cardboard from Amazon boxes. Not big enough to the size of a table, but that's uh, a good idea. Now, you know what I started doing? I started using a chair because it was more comfortable than going to the kitchen and getting the, um, the cutting board. So now whenever I want to be on my iPad, I sit on the sofa and I grab my chair that has wheels that is just 30 inches away <laughs> and I turn it around and I use it as a table. Cool. Done. And now I have no desire to get a little table for my lap on that sofa. So that's two things, right? My phone replaced my books, my need to purchase books and the cutting board replaced, uh, he replaced, uh, if you heard the podcast, you know what it replaced. I forgot. I have Alzheimer's or something. So maybe for the beauty games, I could uh, keep playing the old ones or I could grab it on a discount, which maybe I could do that. At least would be better than paying full price. I would never do that. Got it. Or I could distract myself with more stuff like gym or podcasting and that's the thing too mm, i'm not being productive when i'm playing games so i have to find a purpose to play the games or uh, make it make sense as an adult you need to make things make sense because with your time you could be making money 
or relaxing. And video games need to fulfill the relaxing part. And there's some video games that are not relaxing, which I'm, I stopped playing. I used to play Call of Duty Warfare 2, which was ugh, rigged against me. And everybody has those stories. The people spawn right behind you. And uh, your bullets are sponges that you throw at people if you're too good at the game. It happens. It's rigged against you. So that thing, I was really not happy playing it. It's strange. So I stopped. And now I play single player games or the previous Call of Duty, which is more fun. I have more fun with it. And when I stop having fun, I'm just going to read a book, which I bought. A comics. Um, because that's different. Could I have done without it? Oh, sure. I could have gone to the library and bought like a 50 cent uh, comic. But uh, I tried and I said, okay, if I read the first 10 pages and I like it and it keeps me hooked, I'm going to buy it. And not only did it keep me hooked, it made me laugh a few times. And I say, yes, this book I need to buy. I mean, I don't need to. It's a good choice. Smart one. Because I enjoyed, and I enjoyed more than I thought I would. So, purchase. And then I was at the store. I had the desire to buy this uh, mix for liquor. Margarita mix. You just pour it on your tequila, and boom. Done. Easy. Convenient. Nice. But I said, for $8... Can I just make my own margarita? Like, do I really need this? So I search on YouTube how to make my own margarita. Turns out, all it is, is lemon and sugar. <laughs> it's a lemonade with tequila. That's margarita. Lemonade with alcohol. Yeah, somebody could fancy it up with some more alcohols in there and make it look cool. But... The bare minimum, the bones of a margarita is lemonade. 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 That angers me so much because some people pay $12 for that. Lemonade. Did we ever grow up? Because a hot chocolate still tastes so good. Even as a, an adult. As good as it tasted when I was a kid. So does a lemonade. <laughs> now you add alcohol to it. Ooh, I'm such an adult. It's the same as lemonade. So I put it back on the shelf and I went to the part where, okay, let's cut this story short. I bought lemons and that's all. <laughs> I went home, poured tequila, lemons. Uh, oh, so what sugar? So I put sugar. Turns out it's brown sugar because I read the bottle that I was going to buy and I started looking at the ingredient list to see, okay, can I make this? Well, it said... Sucralose instead of sugar. That's a trick that they play with you. They say this drink has no sugar. No, it has sucralose. It's sugar. Different name. Same shit. Then I keep looking and it says caramel. Well, caramel is sugar. Different name. Same shit. But caramel is brown coming from brown sugar. Well, maybe not. Uh, maybe caramel can also be white. But it's just sugar with water melted with heat. That's caramel. So I got brown sugar, lemon, mix it, put tequila, boom, 
$12 drink. And you know what else? I can put as many shots of tequila I want. Not just like one and a half for $12. <laughs> so I did a lot of that. And it was fun. Fun experience. I calmed my desire to buy an extra bottle of $8 things that I didn't need by looking with what could I replace it. Lemons, cheaper. And I still fulfilled my desire. So here's the thing. You don't have to desire less all the time. Sometimes you can fulfill your desire using what you have around or using things that are cheaper. And tell, let me tell you, it was good. It was good because I made it. And I don't know if it would have tasted better, but I felt a sense of pride in me and a sense of happiness. So my seven went to a nine or to an eight. Let's, let's keep it short. Went to an eight. That's a level of happiness I wouldn't have had if I bought it. I would have feel maybe like a six because I spend money when I need money on something that I don't really need, like a drink. But when I made it, I also shared it with my wife and she liked it. And guess what? That gave me one more point to my happiness, a nine. Now I'm proud of myself and I'm happy that I made, it, made her happy. I made something that she liked. I'll bring you to another point, another idea. Sugar is powerful. You can have a horrendous meal, <laughs> some bone in broth, horrendous. Add sugar, Mwah. chef's kiss, the best. Sugar is powerful, very. Uh, when, when I made that tequila and lemon, it tastes good, it tastes good, but add sugar, damn. That, I could charge 20 bucks for that. I made today a horrendous meal of bunch of bell pepper, vegetables, tomatoes, and onion cooked together, and then chicken. And it was meh. Meh. It, was, it tasted like tomato. It tasted just acidic. Well, I added some barbecue sauce, which happens to have sugar. And it tasted mm, fantastic. Ah. Taste it like I went to a restaurant, like uh, Flappy Joe's or Smack Joe's, whatever that meal is called. It tasted so good. Sugar is like spicy sauce on anything. It overtakes the flavor and makes you forget what you're actually eating. <laughs> so, hey, that's something that you can do. Um, I don't know why, but... Yeah, I had a desire for tasty food and I didn't have it because it didn't come out tasty. So I added sugar and the barbecue sauce and that was incredible. Better than a restaurant. Why again? Because I made it. So I have that pride that I made this and then I eat it and I say it tastes good. And I made something that tastes good and my happiness went up. <sighs> I was desiring a tasty meal. Well. There you go. Those are my points, my ideas to desire, the desire. So let me go back to the American dream and the house and the this and the that. I want to be happy. So I'll start being happy. <clears throat> um, not like a motivational speaker that fools himself. I, I tried that for the longest time and I just have a <clears throat> for it. Every time I hear it, <clears throat> I hate it. 
Disgusting. Take that shit out of, out of my face. That motivation. Ugh. So, I'm forgetting what I was going to say because I'm looking at Fettuccini playing with a poop paddle. Fettuccini, that's to pick up the shit of your sand thingy. And he's playing with it and biting it. Mm. Well, good thing it's a cat. Mm. If it was a baby, I'd probably stop it, but it's a cat. <laughs> it can handle the feces. And there's mama trying to stop him. It's just what you hear. She's trying, but uh, she's a cat, so she doesn't know how to stop it. And give up. Um, the American Dream, The Desire. Oh, yeah. I like this phrase in a movie that says, You want a miracle? Be the miracle. So I tell you, you want to be happy? Be the happiness. Do things that are fun. Stop working um, to live and start living to work. No, the other way. Stop living to work and start working to live. Or eh, Forget about it. The point is start living. The thing that you want to do, just do it. Really. You're putting a, on a lot of excuses. I don't have the money. I don't have the time. Make up the time. You don't have the money. Put it on credit. And um, hopefully it motivates you to make up the money later at work and enjoy your work a little bit more because you said well i did spend it on the thing i wanted so now i have to make it up at work <laughs> so you see i'm not telling you to get in debt and not pay it i'm telling you do the thing that you want and figure out the rest later be responsible but please live too much responsibility you're too boring you're gonna get bored out of your own life as it happened with me and it's happening with my wife and we're waking up to this realization that we need to start living and stop saving so much money because we have money and yet we feel like we don't have any because we don't do anything that is fun. Our day gets repeated every single day, same routine, same things that we complain about. Is <clears throat> So we need to, as people say, spice it up. But it's not really a spice. It's actually... Finally doing the things that we want and say, why not? I don't have the energy. Drink a cup of coffee and go or just do it. Like that guy from Nike that says, just do it. Do it. That guy. Leah. Woof woof. Hi, kitties. Uh, so, yeah. Um, You want happiness? Be the happiness in your life. Uh, another example I can tell you is like jumping on the airplane. I decided that with my little brother um, as a joke. We we're like, we have about five days together. What should we do? And he said something like, well, I, how about we jump from an airplane? I saw this place in South Padre, blah, blah, blah. And it was a joke. And I said, mm, let me look at the prices and the uh, availability around. And I actually found it, and it was affordable, and it was, like, uh, available, literally tomorrow. <laughs> and every day after that, they had openings. So I said, okay, so it's affordable, and they have openings. And I, and I told him, and I said, why don't we do it? 
and he didn't say no, <laughs> and I didn't say no, and we just look at each other and we're like, well, if nobody's saying no to this idea, I guess that's a yes. <laughs> Let's buy it. And we did. And it was a great experience. And that really changed me and woke me up to having fun. If there's nothing stopping you, really, like really, in that case, we had the money and we had to put it on credit. Yeah. But we have the means to make that money again. We have the job and the smartness to do it. And um, uh, uh, it is what it is attitude to handle the day-to-day depression of work. So yeah, we can make it up. So why not? There's nothing stopping us except us. If we say no to the jumping, then we stopped ourselves. Now this may not work for everything in life. There's always that one case where it doesn't work. But more often than not, it works. If there's nothing other than you stopping the process, then go ahead and do it. Take yourself out of the equation if you can. Um, another example, going to the river and this donut that floats and just jumping in it. And that's it. It's very fun. It lasts for two hours and it's an hour away to another city. So I had my excuses. No time. The water is cold. I don't have a donut. Um, I don't have the food or snacks or whatever. I don't even know how I'm going to go back to that place after the river takes me. Whatever. So I searched up a bunch of excuses. Turns out to cut it short. We didn't need all that stuff. Everything was solved for us. The equipment, the ticket coming back, um, the storage of belongings, everything. The only excuse there was the water is cold. And I said, well, so what? It's summer. Good. Then it's just on me. Oh, I'm tired. We just jumped from an airplane. We've been doing things every day. Let's not do this one thing. But it's me stopping myself. So I think... Well, it's just laying on a donut and that river takes you. It may not sound the funnest, but it also doesn't sound the hardest. <laughs> so I took it as a break day and it was very fun. It was more than I expected. It was nicer than I expected. Good experience that I would repeat. So that's my lesson that I leave with you. My idea that is for free right now. The desire, it's there. It's always going to be there. We're never going to be comfortable with anything. We're always going to be a seven in our comfort or happiness or always complaining. Always complaining. <sighs> and sometimes the only thing that stops us is ourselves. Motivation is not there. So just start and you'll get motivated in the process. And well, go ahead and live. You want a miracle? Be the miracle. You want to be happy? Be the happiness in your life. You want to change? Be the change. Uh, you can't say with anything else. You want a bagel? Be the bagel. You want some candy? Be the candy. You want this baby fettuccine? Be the baby fettuccine. Hey fettuccine, say something. I go when you touch cutitos. I no 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 don't grab that. Don't grab that. No, you're so sharp. Nope, nope, don't grab it. Oh, his nail is stuck in my 
microphone pad. No, you're gonna make a hole. Fettuccine, I need to cut your nails. Que bonitos gatitos. Ay, que hermosos. Okay, go. Bye-bye. <sighs> you get the point. Thank you, and have a nice... Okay. You know what? Don't have a nice day. Just have a day.